This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. What a wonderful evening from wherever you are watching us from. This is household of David and I'm Shalosh Magidam bringing God's Word to you this evening. And I want us to read something from God's Word. Hallelujah. I, w- I would like us to read from Second Kings chapter 7. We are continuing from where we stopped on Sunday. We had a short message on Sunday and the same way today. And, you know, the Bible says in Second Kings chapter 7 verse 1, Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus hear the Lord. Tomorrow, about this time, shall a measure of Fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Verse 3. And there were four leprous men at the entering of the gate and said one to another, Why sit here till we die? If we shall enter the city, then there is famine there, we shall die. If we sit here, we shall die. Now therefore let us fall into the host of the Syrian. If they save us, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose. Now verse 6. For the Lord had made the host of Syrian to hear a noise of chariots, a noise of horses, and even the noise of great oaths. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel had hired against us kings of Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. So they arose and they fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses and even the camp as it was and fled for their lives. This is a remarkable lesson. Hallelujah. Now let's start by saying that God's plan is activated when you speak God's word in faith or you prophesy by the spirit. Meaning when you speak God's word in faith or you speak as you are inspired by the Holy Spirit. Speaking in those two ways, either you are pronouncing the word of God by faith, or you are saying what you are inspired to say by the Spirit of God boldly, what will happen is that you are actually activating God's plan. Mm. God's plans are always there. They've always been there. Because Acts chapter 15 verse 18 says, Known unto God are all his works before the foundation of the earth. So God does not begin to work now. He has everything set out, everything in place. But when a person begins to speak as inspired by the Spirit, or a person begins to speak by faith, what is happening is that you begin to activate God's plan in your own life. Hallelujah. So in this place, there was famine for year, for or days, months, and you know, for, for a long time. And the Bible says the famine got so terrible that some were even contemplating uh, boiling their children to eat, and it was messy. Then something happened here. And I just want to, we are not so much interested in so as much as we are interested in uh, this process. Something that happened with Elisha. Then Elisha spoke. Of course, he spoke because they were coming to kill him. And he said, hear the word of the Lord. That's a powerful statement. And that is what is getting our attention tonight. Hear the word of the Lord. He said, by this time tomorrow. See, 
when you speak by the spirits of faith or as inspired by the Holy Spirit, one thing is certain. Once the word leaves you, you don't need to bother yourself about details. The Lord will work it out because he has everything worked out already. Always remember where we quoted Acts 15, 18, known unto God are all his works before the foundation of the earth. Nothing is new to God. And now speaking particularly because of the situation around the whole world right now. Now, this is the interesting thing. Our God is a master planner. And that is, that is a topic of what I'm speaking about briefly tonight. He is a master planner. He is an extraordinary strategist. He's a master planner. No known to him. He does not see a situation and begin to plan. Long before the arrival of the situation, the plan of God must have been in place. Because God can be caught unawares. Now, Elisha gave the word as he was inspired by the Spirit. He prophesied according to the proportion of his faith that the Bible tells us to do. And something happened. The Bible says in verse 3, there were four lepers. Now, the Bible didn't talk about the lepers, but now hear this. Famine shut the people in. Or famine was in because foreign soldiers were out. Actually, that was the reason for the famine. They were surrounded and they could not go out. They were surrounded and they could not go out. So there was famine inside. But you see, before the foreign soldiers arrived to lock them in, now there is lockdown in many places in the world. Before the foreign soldiers arrived to lock them in, God in his own wisdom had prepared Four lepers. Oh, the Bible says God will choose the weak things of this world to confound the mighty. Things that look insignificant to bring to pass significant things. It's amazing. It's the nature of God. Four lepers. Because lepers were not allowed to be in town. So they were outside town. But nobody thought that great victory would come through these people. So Elisha just spoke. Now listen to me. You can be like those guys, locked in a, in a situation. Locked in, inside. Locked down. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the truth of the matter is this. God has people outside that he can use at any given time he chooses to. But it's going to request something on your path. It's amazing. Hallelujah. No, not to God that all his works. So these four lepers were there. Even the, now, but this is the interesting thing. See, this is a very wonderful story. The four lepers were there. They had no idea. Oh, this is what I started on Sunday that when you look outside and you ask men for help, when you look away from what he has given you, you, you remember, I began to say that you limit God when you forget what he has done before. You also limit God when you fail to realize what he has given you. That's very important. And now this is the third one. You limit God when you don't allow him to speak through your mouth. Because this word will come from you. Now, when we look for help here and there, when we look for help here and there in every place, the problem will be that you can't figure out the plan that God has put in place. When you speak by faith, when you speak as inspired by the Spirit, then God takes the responsibility of activating the plan by himself. But you see, you cannot just do it by yourself. You can't figure it out except you are inspired by the Spirit. So these four lepers, 
they themselves did not even know that they had a role to play. They were there. Notice, the idea that came to them. So in the story, what happened was that the four lepers were locked outside. And one of them said to another, you know, just came like an idea. He said, well, we are here. We are four lepers. We are hungry. If we go to town, they are hungry in town. There is famine. It doesn't change our situation. If we sit here, we will also die. There is no food here either. He said, but look at those enemies who have surrounded our nation. They are soldiers. They are human beings like us. If we go and meet them, there is 50-50 probability. They can look at us that we are leprous men and out of compassion give us food. Or they can look at us and say that, well, you are, whether you are leprous or not, you are still part of our enemy, we are going to kill you. He said, well, if they kill us, is equal to famine killing us? Is equal to hunger killing us here? He said, but going to the enemy stands, it gives us a 50-50 opportunity. So let's explore that. You know, it's risky not to take a risk. So they chose to take that risk. But the, the interesting thing is this. What brought the idea to their head? One of them said. Why did they say that? He said that because a prophetic word had been issued. Listen to me. The people that God will use to help the people that God has strategically positioned might not even know that they are there for you. But when a word is spoken by the Spirit, it lands on them. It begins like an idea. I can give you so many stories upon stories. Oh, glory to God. There was a time I really, really needed a car. I feel like sharing this with somebody, you know. And I saw a particular car that I loved. And I began to speak of what I could afford then. Oh, Lord, I thank you for this car and, and so forth. Because I really didn't want. I know somebody is hearing this, that that's your need. And it will bless you. So, anyway, long and short of it, my wife works in a financial institution. And she was, uh, they gave them some opportunities, some money to get some things. And then we saw the type of car with somebody who wanted to sell but we could not afford the price the person was calling. But we maintained our faith and just believed God. And then just about a week or two around that, uh, that time, a visitor came to our house to visit us. He didn't say he was coming before. He just showed up, a relative of mine. And I was escorting the person that after about two hours of, of gisting together, you know, visiting together. And then I just saw that he just got that car, that particular car, new. And that was what he brought to our house. I never knew he had it. I didn't have an idea. Then I just said to him, it's like an older person in the family. I said, hey, we, we were just trying to get this car last week, but we couldn't meet up with the price. He said, really? And you know the next thing he said? Say, you know, I just got another one. I've been thinking of selling this one. And he said, what do you want to do? How do you want to pay? Of course, this is someone... Uh, a friend, a, a relative, a brother in Christ, a wonderful man of God. And he said, oh, no, 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 just anyhow you want to pay. Now, 12 hours, 6 hours, 4 hours to that time, we didn't have an idea that the, what we wanted God to do, the car we believe in God for, that he will move somebody. You can't figure out all these things. You can't. No, not to God that all his works 
before the foundation of the earth. They are not things that you can fabricate. Hallelujah. I will quote this story while you see. This one happened to my father. A very wonderful story. He was a sole administrator at one time, where people that they call local government chairman, you know. And it happened in an unusual way. But the, the depth of something good about the story. Somebody recommended and recommended several others. And then the names that were recommended were so many. Then there are 20 positions. I think over 200 people were recommended. And the governor then of his states handed over the job to his permanent secretary. One of the secretaries said, you should just go and do it. I don't have time. Said too many people are calling me and nominating names. And, you know, <laughs> the guy was looking at one and something names and to pick 20. And then the person that spoke for my father spoke for some other person and they said, okay, I'm going to pick one out of the people that this man spoke for. Long and short of it, as he was thinking of what to do, my father's friend walked into his office and they were gisting. And he just said, you know what? I, I have all these names before me. I'm supposed to select some. And that one said, let me see the name. And he saw my dad's name there. Uh -uh. And he said, you don't know this guy? He said, no. By the time he traced his story, the man knew my father without knowing. And he said, oh, I think I know to pick now. You cannot, <laughs> you can't plan a friend visiting when somebody was about to make a decision. The steps of a good man, they are ordered by God. But I'm showing you the key to this thing. Elisha spoke. So what we should be concerned about is how can I be inspired by the Spirit of God to speak? Because you that you are watching me, you can also say about this time tomorrow, the Spirit of God can actually let a message of faith bolt out of your mouth. If you want to wait for somebody to speak over you, it might take a long time. You might not be in a place where somebody is speaking on time. But thank God, you can be your own prophets. Thank God. 1 Corinthians 14 says you can all prophesy. So we can all be inspired by the Spirit to speak unto comfort, unto edification, and unto exhortation. And you can say that to yourself. You can edify yourself. You can exhort yourself. You can comfort yourself. That is the beauty of New Testament. This is why we pray in tongues. So Elisha too was helpless for a while. The four lepers were there. You see, because you haven't spoken much, people ordained by God are in different places. They don't have a clue. Until you speak. I'm going to show you another story. I will begin to close. Is somebody with me? You see, as you speak, you just see the plan of God, the master planner. It will just occur to you that long before your need started, long, because, long before you discover the need, the master planner already set his own plan in motion. He doesn't wait for things to happen. He's a master planner. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Somebody watching me. You need a job. You need a car. You need this. You need that. You need somebody to marry. I can share testimonies even about relationship. How God we order your step to bump into that person without you, you know, you wake up in the morning. That's the beauty of it. In the morning, your songs are just songs of thanksgiving, praising God. But you, you will have no idea of how a day that will start as an ordinary day will end up as an extraordinary night because of events that will take place. 
You are going to wake up the way you wake up normally. You know, as it occurred to you that the day David killed Goliath, there was no vision in the morning that you thou shall bring down a giant today. This is where people miss it when they put their attention. You want to see a vision. You want to see a trance to know that God is speaking. Whereas there are, there are the silent voice of the Holy Spirit inspiring you and you are not paying attention to. I know there are people watching me now. You will think it will be more spiritual when you see God, when you see a vision. God will only give you one if you need one. It's not necessary if you don't. The greatest vision is the word of God. Say amen wherever you have. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Let's read the last story or another story and then that will be all for today. I see something good is happening to you because you are going to practice this message tonight. You will profess as you are commanded and you wake up and see the great victory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Say it wherever you are in your house. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am full of health. I'm strong. I am strong. I am blessed. Let's read. Second Chronicles 20 is a well-known story. Hallelujah. You know, verse 13 says, Second Chronicles 20, 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones. If you read verse 12, they pray, Oh God, will you not judge them? They prayed. Bible says anyone afflicted, let him pray. It's always the starting point. They prayed. Then they stood before the Lord. That's a strong word. See, this is what many people don't do when we pray. You know why this is important? This is where you are going to get what to say from. You are not going to say what you think you should say. You are going to say what you are commanded to say. God will show you dry bones. God will never address dry bones for you. God will tell you what to say to dry bones, but you will be the one that will say it. Hallelujah. So they stood before the Lord, verse 13, all Judah, and their wives, and their, they were waiting for a word from God. Then something happened. Glory to God. When we wait upon the Lord, this is what happens. Look at the next verse. The Bible says, Then upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benina, the son of Jael, the son of Matania, a Levite, the son of Bible, as a way of telling you your roots, <laughs> to describe you well, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. It was among the people waiting. They offered their prayers to God, then they began to wait. And they were waiting. And the Bible said the Spirit of God came upon this guy. And he gave a word. And he said, Akin all ye Judah, you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and your king, thus say the Lord, be not afraid, nor dismayed, by the reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but the Lord. Tomorrow go down against them. And, and so forth. Verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself and stand here still. See the salvation of the Lord, which you owe Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go against them, for the Lord will be with you. Of course, Joseph bowed. He began to worship. That's what happens when you receive a word from God. Joy will follow. You know, and, but I want to read what happened. Hallelujah. Look at verse 23, verse 22. When they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mansiah, which were come against Judah 
for the children of Ammon and Moab stood against the inhabitants of Mount Seir. Now, this is what happened. Three nations. As soon as the prophetic word went forth, the Bible said that the Lord, <laughs> see, these people laid ambush against Israel, and God also laid ambush against them. And because they were three nations, when they saw them singing and coming out, and they saw that they weren't harmed, they were not ready for war, they were no spears in their hands, no sword in their hands, something remarkable happened. <laughs> Ammon and the other nation, Moab and Ammon, told themselves that we came up as three nations to fight these people, thinking that the battle would be tough. But see them with their children coming. What are they doing? They are singing. So Ammon whispered to Moab, you know what, commander, we don't need this third nation. Remember, when we finish them, three of us, we have three countries, we have to share the booty. He said, we have to share everything. Why? Why do we need the third nation? So the two nations destroyed the third nation. And when they finish, they face each other. It's amazing. But in the morning of that day, Jehoshaphat did not even know that that was going to happen. The master plan and plan needed that as the three nations came together, they were going to finish themselves. There are plans for you. There are plans for you. Plans for the venue you want to get. For the rent you want to pay for. For the child you want to have. Oh, glory to God. For the marriage you are thinking of, there is a plan. There is a game plan. There is a master planner in charge of the plan. There is a woman for you. There is a man. There is a plan between where you are now and where you want to get to in life. There are tunnels. They are connected. The master planner has everything well figured out, well calculated. All things are for your sake. But this is your part. You will have to speak inspired words. So like Judah, you will also pray and wait in the presence of God. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. We wait on you. Wait upon him. Lord, we wait on you. As you wait, he will tell you what to say. Brethren, you are going to speak in that room. You are going to speak in that house. And you shall see the glory of God in your area of need. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. See, the anointing of God is very strong. I know you can feel it in your home. You can lift up your hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord for whatever you have. Worship him. Give him praise. Something is happening to you. That need will not be forever. And then that's come to this. There is a change. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. The king of Tashis will wait for you. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Arise, shine, your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness may cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but over you shall the Lord arise, and his glory is seen upon you. Gentiles will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes and see your sons come from afar, your daughters, they are nurse at thy side. Your eyes shall sit and be full of joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted to you. The wealth of the nation shall come to you. Multitudes of vehicles, that wealth of camel shall cover your land. They of Sheba, they come, they bring gold, they proclaim the praise of God. All the floods of Kedah and the rams of Nabaioth, they come with acceptance on your altar, and the name of the Lord is glorified. 
who are these that fly like clouds or like doves to their roof? Surely the eyes to wait for you, the king of Tashish force. They come with praise and give to glorify the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For brass you have gold, for iron you have silver, for wood you have brass, for stone you have iron. Blessed be in the name of the Lord. Your soul will never go down. It's a week of miracle for you. I bless you in the name of the Lord. Goodness and mercy, they follow you through the week. It's your time to arise. That's a prophetic word. Shine. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Hallelujah. He said, because thou art favored and you have obtained mercy. Oh, I like using it in modern language. He said, thy account shall not be short day and night. Men, we can say that gain shall not be short. That's your account. Men bring wealth to the name of the Lord thy God because he has glorified you. Shout a living name, whatever you have. Is somebody excited tonight? Don't go and sleep as the same person. Go back to sleep as the blessed of the Lord tonight. Rejoice in him and put his word in your mouth. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord. We give you praise. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God bless you for being with us tonight. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now, you can go ahead and rejoice about it. And if you want to contact us, just check the addresses written on the screen. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.